to Dark Opinions, Dark Reporter. Um, I am your host, and thank you all for listening in. And uh, um, if you're new, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy this podcast. Uh, Tonight is uh, Fab Five Friday. I've decided to call my Friday podcast Five Five Fab Five Fridays because I talk about five topics that have been trending in my brain. Um, The first one I'm going to start off with is um, um, Brittany Griner. It started for her. I've got a lot of people who are mad at me because I do not support um, what is it, the free Britney movement that they're trying to get going. Um, I think it's idiotic. I think that people have drummed up this... Uh, a disastrous plot in their head that Putin has for any American. Um, really, they the issues that they that we have here in America, they feel that Russia must have them too. So they are going to treat Britney the way America would treat her. And that's just not the case. Um, and it's been proven. The girl is just sitting over there. She has not had any contact with the American government herself, but um, she, uh, a, an American reporter, I think it was an American reporter or a Russian reporter, did, it was an American reporter who did get a chance to talk to her. She has two Russian attorneys. Um, one of them actually goes through the painstakingly hard, difficult task in Russia to get her because she has locks in her hair. And if you don't want, don't know what locks are, they are an African-American hairstyle. It's like a protective hairstyle. You guys heard of dreads. It's something like that, but more... I'll say more, um, I don't want, more classy is stuck in my head, but that's not what I want to say. I want to say that they are, there are elegant dreadlocks, and you can wear your own hair, or you can get them placed in as extensions. Well, anyway, she has one of her Russian attorneys. You know, they're all white people over there. So she has a a Russian attorney who actually goes out and gets her her shampoo. And they, quote, unquote, call it her special shampoo because it's special over there. It's not something you're going to see on the shelves because they don't have African-Americans like America does or like Europe does. Um or other areas of the world who would be, who have um, uh, black people as part of their, you know, population. So they're sitting up here like, oh my God, they're going to 
kill her, put her in a prison, and make her um, eat rats and stuff like that. that. That's how ridiculous people are. And she's just sitting over there. She sleeps on the top bunk of a of a bunk bed. And she's in good spirits. She has no idea that she's facing 10 years. Um, if you've been following my podcast, you know what I'm talking about and why she, why she would be facing prison time. But yeah, I got people mad at me. And then I got people, uh, you know, because I'm like, y'all need to just shut up. Because they got this whole free Britney movement going on. And you hear on the news, people are saying, especially her wife, people are saying that she is the one who is going to propagandize Britney. Because they're saying that Russia is going to propagandize her and all that. No, we are. The American public is. Who are following this ridiculousness in agreeing with it. Because all they're going to do is let Putin know that uh, how precious um, she is to people over here. And um, he could use that as a bargaining chip if he wanted to. Um, but, yeah, so I really don't care. I really don't give a rat's ass who's mad at me. Because my opinion is my opinion, and it's not going to change. And I've been right all along. So, And I've been shutting people up. So, there you have it. My next topic, topic two, is Deshaun Watson. Yes, thank you. He finally got rid of the Texans. The Texans didn't get rid of him. He got rid of the Texans. He's been wanting to leave. The moment he he's the best player they have now with JJ Wagon. He is the absolute best player they have. Um, for a good many, he's been the best player over J.J. Watt because J.J., they used the hell out of J.J. Watt, the Texans did, and I'm talking about football, the NFL. They used the hell out of J.J. Watt, and that was wrong for them to do that. Once they found out that he could do more, play more than one position, they put him everywhere on that field, and they wore him out. They wore him out. They wore him down. They took his love for the game, and they used that against him. And so when this whole scandal with Deshaun Watson and all these women who claim that he sexually harassed them or raped them or whatever while they were giving him personal massages and stuff, I knew that mess was fake from the beginning because the Texans did not want him to leave because J.J. Watt left. Everybody else is pulling out because the Texans don't want to win. They suck. They really, really suck. And they was losing embarrassingly. And because of that, J.J. Watt got so mad. And he loved the Texans. He got so mad, he cussed them out. And he jet. He got the hell up out of there. And so they were mad about that. And Deshaun Watson wanted to leave. And they was like, no, you're going to stay. He said, no, I'm leaving. I want to get traded. And to stop him, they trumped up these bogus charges, paid these women. Trust me, they paid these women to lie. They paid the women to lie. They are scandalous. And so now that 
he won his case and um, the, the judge wasn't buying it wasn't buying the Texans and or the women's story they weren't gonna buy it he, he wasn't gonna buy it so um, now uh, without any charges um, against him he um, he um, got his freedom and now he's on the Browns. He has the difficult task, which I'm sh- of of building back his character, because the Texans really did all that they could to demonize him. And the American public don't think. They don't. Americans, the majority of Americans, are like sheep. They will follow anybody anywhere. If you say something, they will follow you, even if it means you're going to follow them off a cliff. And so that's why his task is so difficult, because with no proof, no real proof, and having won his case, the American public is still going to see him as a a womanizer, even though they have no reason to, just because somebody said so. So, and that's not all of us. That's just some of us, and the some of us tend to be the majority of opinion against him. But I'm glad, I'm so glad that he left the Browns, um, left the Texans. Uh, he didn't want his, the Browns wasn't his pick. I forget where he was that he wanted to go. But I don't care where he goes, as long as he leaves that place, as long as he leaves that Houston Texans, leave that team and, and, and don't look back. Deshaun Watson, do not look back. Um, let's see. The third topic on my mind is um, how do we, as a society in America, how do we feel about Putin's war? And this is not a political statement. This is just socialization. You know, what do we feel about it? You know, we've seen, wondered, and then seen how the Russian public feels about it. And that newscaster, that Russian newscaster that got arrested for stating her opinion on that news channel, saying that they were against the war... Um, that's really not surprising. Um, in the imperialist days, the uh, Japanese called it thought crimes, and they did the same thing to their people. So, um, I believe they have changed their ways, but, you know, Russia's a little bit behind, you know, and I have a lot of faith in Russia that they're going to turn around someday. And my son was telling me, um, going back to, I'm using Brittany Griner as an example. He was like, how are they going to arrest her for bringing drugs into the country, to their country, when they are all, are always guilty of, um, doping? in the Olympics. And if you don't know what doping is, 
is using drugs, illegal drugs, illegal for the Olympics to enhance your um, performance. So they are guilty themselves, but they're going to arrest people who do the same thing. Um, now, don't get, don't get all riled up because we do the same thing. We have contradicted ourselves in the rules that we have over here in this country as well. So we can't really talk. We cannot point the finger, but we can observe and discuss how what's going on. So this do you I mean it's like does Putin really have a reason? What does he hope to accomplish here? Um, definitely he realizes he has bit off way more than he could chew. And this tiger is roaring and ready to fight, ready to claw. And he's the victim. He's the prey. Because he thought it was going to be the other way around. So, it's an unjust war because there's no real gain from it. There's no real gain. What are you going to get? You go over there, rule Ukraine, and then you haven't really proven anything. You know, centuries ago, when, you know, wars were going on, people were fighting for territory and stuff, you know, it made more sense back then. It doesn't make sense now. Keep your hands off. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, you know, keep your hands off things that don't belong to you. But yeah, Ukraine, in a way, when you think about it, yeah, I guess you could say he's kind of dipping his hands into his own cookie jar. But what belongs to him? Either the cookies or the jar. Either way, he's crossing a line. He's crossing a line. And then you got to think about the humanitarian aspect of this. There are real lives being affected. Real people, real families, real individuals. People who die just because you want to rule a country. And that's basically, you know, what wars tend to lean towards. But this is 2022. I mean, 2020 started this mess, you could say, with the whole pandemic. And then 2021, I mean, we thought it was going to be better. It didn't really uh, uh, move far from that scope from from 2020, and then here we are in 2022, and uh, finally the scandal is in our, in our backyard. But hell, it's like, when does the world get a break? 
and I thought about, you know, the whole send Trump thing. Because, you know, him and Putin are, are considered besties. So it's like, if you send him over there, maybe he can talk Putin out of this nonsensical war and possibly get all of the detainees home, not just Brittany, because people sitting up here talking about Brittany Griner, Brittany Griner, Brittany Griner. And, and, you know, it's sad, shameful, and embarrassing that the black community, the African-American community, only sees color. That's all they see. And I'm not talking about all the black Americans all African-Americans, but those supporting the free Britney movement, all they see is color. They don't care about the other detainees. They do not care. They only want her home. And that's selfish. And that's being nothing different than the... them being exactly like what we've been fighting against in this country. So, um, racism, you know, it takes it back to what Trump, Trump said. There's good people on both sides. This is, yeah, I'm pretty sure there is. And there's bad people on both sides, too. So it's like they're both pointing the finger at each other. And they're both guilty. It doesn't make any sense. Not at all. So with this war, nothing makes sense. It's like it's just an appendage, an appendage that has no purpose has no usage. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't help. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything. Like, what's it there for? Just chop it off. Just cover it up. Because it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's useless. And because it's so useless, that's what makes it so hard to fathom the lives that are being so dearly affected in the Ukraine. Uh, So, I think that was topic number three. Yep, let's go to topic number four. I have been on this thing and I know you guys are going to say, oh my God, it's social media. It's clean talk. What is clean talk? Clean talk is TikTok, but it's about cleaning. It's like, um, it, it, it's, it's the same as TikTok, but it's videos, short clips of people cleaning. And um, I, I watch um, clean with me videos on YouTube, and I love it. It's so, so relaxing, so therapeutic, especially when you have the ASMR where you have the sounds, um, the sound effects that are, it's not a sound effect, it's like the sounds 
that are amplified. And it's like really quiet. And all you hear is those amplified sounds of a bottle opening or a or a top being a lid being popped off or water running or something like that. It's so cool. And I have been addicted to that. And the thing with clean with me is, is and it's like people are like, you know, oh, I have to clean. People don't some people don't like to clean. I'm like, why would you watch somebody clean? I'm telling you, your house can be an absolute mess. And you're sitting there chillaxing with a cup of tea or whatever you like to drink and watching a clean with me video, watching somebody else clean their house. And you just feel so fulfilled, like you really accomplished something. But your, but your house is still a mess. And what it does for me is it motivates me. So when I watch them, I get up and I clean with them. And it helps me get through the task that I don't want to get through. So I watch a clip, I pop on a clean with me and I'm done. I'm going through cleaning. I'm with my cleaning buddy. And my cleaning buddy is whatever video I'm watching, we're cleaning together. And so with Clean Talk, it's the same thing, except the shorter videos. And because of shorter videos, you don't really get into the house cleaning, but you do find that uh, there are interesting and inventive ways that people clean and what they do when they're cleaning and that inspire you. And the products that they use to help make life easier, life hacks products in their home and organization a lot of them a lot of the clean talks contain or how to organize your kitchen your your pantry your refrigerator your laundry room and make it look beautiful and you just you can watch that for hours whereas like on YouTube on YouTube's clean with me I those videos can last from 30 minutes upward to several hours and um, especially with a deep cleaning and with clean talks you know just a few minutes but you can be watching that for several hours like binging and just you just can't get enough of it so um i love i love uh i love those and really when um years ago when i was uh in my 20s um my mom, when my mom was still living, we would go over to my aunt's house, my aunt uncles who are um, my kids' godparents, and we would go over there. And even before I had kids, we would go over there, and we'd help her clean her house. And then we'd come home, we'd be too tired. Because I was, like, in my early 20s, I was still living with my mom. So, um, yeah, it was... Um, it was fun to do that. And then my mom was like, how in the heck do we go over there and help her clean her house? But we get, we get home too tired to clean our own house. And I'm like, yeah, that's backwards. And so um, helping someone clean is just as therapeutic um, as, as if you were cleaning your own. Um, but I love cleaning. I love the feel of a clean home. And I love the look and the magic and minimalism, the 
um, energy that is released, that peace and calm and serenity in a minimalist um, environment. And so, um, uh, I might clean talk in YouTube days or seeing no end anytime soon. And my fifth topic is um, actually about this trend going on with people flying to outer space. I'm like, so why are we doing this all of a sudden? Why are people so interested in going outer space? Going to outer space? Um, and so I'm thinking that there is a plan. Because you know, for millennia, we've been talking about, you know, living on Mars, leaving this planet and living on Mars and all that. And so it's like, what if that's what they're actually trying to get us to? And so, um, you know, people believe that there are aliens among us. I do believe that. I believe that so much. I believe that they, they are an advanced intelligence. And they... They actually um, interact with us in our daily lives, but we just don't know it. And some people might think that that's crazy. Some, you know, and I can understand that because, like Kyrie Irving, he's a flat earther, and I think that's crazy. But um, I think it's real, and I think that humans and aliens are going to interact with each other knowingly soon and um it that that's scary for some people exciting for some people and some people just don't know how they feel about it but we've been tra- traveling to outer space like um uh was it Jeff Bezos and uh Elon Musk and them that did the first trip to outer space or to the edge of the of our atmosphere. I think they're doing it to let us know that it's a possibility. It can happen. We can do this. And so what would you do if an affordable ticket was available for you to go? Would you take the trip? Or would you be more safe and secure and decide not to. I'm going to leave you with that thought. And until next time, bye.